Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I want to apologize. I missed last week. Unfortunately, I got sick and I didn't think you guys want to listen to me cough and hack all the way through the episode. I know I sure didn't want to do that to you guys. I think I had the black lung, an old pirate's disease. I had the black lung, took me out for about a week and a half, two weeks, and a bunch of people around me ended up getting it too. I don't know that it was from me because it's going around town. Everybody's getting it. But I'm alive. I made it. I'm back. And here we go. Before we get started, I want to get up on my little soapbox and I want to talk about something or rather complain about something. I'm always talking about how to be a better citizen and how to make the world a better place on this podcast. One of the ways that I do this is when I go to the restroom, even if I'm not using the toilet, say I'm just washing my hands, if there is pee on the seat, I clean it up. Now, why do I do this? I do this because one, I'm making the world a little bit better. And two, I don't want anybody else to think that comes in after me to think that it was me. If there's no toilet paper on the roll, even if I'm not using it, I will change it out if possible. If it's the type of you know bathroom that has it locked up, obviously can't do that. But if it's a public restroom where the toilet paper is sitting there, and some asshole before me just didn't change it out, I will change it out. It truly amazes me how people will leave a public bathroom. I'm not really sure how it's even physically possible to do what some people do to the bathroom, but I'm assuming that I must be the weird one and I must just be a very clean bathroom user because I feel that every single time I go to use a public bathroom, it's atrocious. I truly hope that I never go to one of these people's houses because I am sure that their house is just as dirty and everything that they touch must be disgusting. So please be a better American. Clean up your bathrooms. The rest of us will all thank you. All right, enough of that. I'm off my box. Let's talk about our main topic today. America is facing a diesel shortage And I've seen a bunch of people talking about it, but they're talking about two main parts and they're not talking about the biggest issues to come. What they've been covering and discussing is how will diesel vehicle drivers get around without fuel and how will the East coast heat their homes with fuel shortages? In my opinion, these are the smallest possible issues to come with no diesel. Take a minute and look around you. No matter where you are, everything around you was delivered at some point by a diesel truck. Are you driving in your car? It was delivered by a semi-truck. Are you sitting in your house? All the furniture, clothes, food, decorations, building material, everything was delivered by a semi-truck. If we lose diesel fuel and we actually run out, the first thing that will stop obviously, is the trucking industry. This will literally stop America in its tracks. If we look at the three basic needs for survival, we have water, food, and shelter. Out of these three pillars, the most affected item is going to be the food. If we run out of fuel, 
in the truck stop, it'll take approximately, I don't know, 13 seconds for your local grocery store to be emptied out completely. Grocery stores usually get multiple daily deliveries under normal conditions, and they still run out of things. Imagine when panic sets in and people go crazy buying up everything on the shelves that they can, and the trucks are not resupplying. Just like the beginning of COVID when toilet paper was non-existent, everything's going to be gone. I wonder if we learn our lesson this time and toilet paper is not the first thing to go. And maybe it's something more useful, but we'll see. Once the food is gone and people have nowhere else to turn, they're quickly going to turn to violence. People like to think it takes a long time for people to turn to violence in these situations, but if history has taught us anything, we should know that people turn almost instantly. It takes a matter of minutes for people to go from frantically trying to buy everything to violence the second it's gone. The day the shelves go empty is the day crime is going to skyrocket. People give in to their animal instincts when one of the three pillars of human basic needs feels threatened, they will turn back to the animals that they are. If you think I'm wrong, think about what you would do if your kids or loved ones were hungry. I know I would do anything and everything I can to protect them and to make sure that they're fed. Now, what do I think you should do to prepare for this? Well, I think it's a little too late. I think, as always, I think you should be prepared and have extra food on hand to last a couple weeks if you had to in the event of an emergency. I don't think you should go out right now and panic buy a bunch of crap like Fritos and Pop-Tarts, but if you don't have a stockpile of food and you're not prepared, you should go buy some things that will last. I like to have canned food, rice, frozen meat, pasta, so on, just calories that are going to last that aren't going to expire, that aren't super expensive, and I don't buy the entire shelf. Be reasonable. Buy a little bit here and there. Buy a little extra. The world is going to change fast if the trucks truly do stop. Now, I don't think that the trucks are actually going to stop. I don't think that we're actually going to run out of diesel. There's a lot of things that kind of contribute to that, but my main thing is if the trucks stop... We run out of diesel. Most countries are kind of screwed. There's, well, I don't know about most, but a lot of countries are screwed. If they run out of fuel, they're, they're screwed. They have nowhere to get it from other than the people that they're already being supplied from that obviously aren't meeting the quota or the demand or stupid proxy wars that we're fighting like, uh, I don't know, Russia and Ukraine. But we're lucky that we're sitting on a giant pile of oil. It's just in the ground. We have to get it out. So what do we do? If the trucks run out of fuel and there's no more food on the shelves, I think it takes a day where the mob will lose their mind and they will take out anybody in charge trying to stop them from drilling and we will be back on track drilling and processing oil Real quick, one day. Now, is this still going to be tough? Is time's going to be tough? Absolutely. But 
I don't think it's ever going to completely run out and be Armageddon, World War, whatever, you know, apocalypse. It's going to get back on track and the American people are going to fight against what's holding them back and they're going to re um, energize the oil fields, right? Now, that's that's the worst case scenario in my opinion. That's probable. I think that's the absolute worst possibility. What I really think is going to happen is these politicians are going to scare us. They're going to talk about D-Day, that's, you know, Armageddon, the news is going to go crazy about it just to rile us up enough for the federal government to do what they do best and spend our money on stupid things and pay way more than they should. I think the federal government is going to, at the last minute, cut some crazy deal with some foreign nation to pay an obscene amount of money for oil and come and look like the hero. We saved the day from Armageddon. Did it cost us $5 trillion? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it did. But we saved ourselves from Armageddon. Do you really want to starve? Did you want to go cold at night? Did you not want your PlayStation to be late? Come on, it's just $5 trillion. We're already got, you know, how many countless trillions of dollars in debt? It's a little bit. I think that's what's going to happen. Leave it to a politician to always find a way to spend your money in a reckless way. I'm not that old, right? I'm 27 years old. I'm not that old to have enough life experience to completely talk about this, but any time that we feel like it is the end of times and the end times are here, this is it. This is the apocalypse is coming. It never happens. And every year, every two years, we feel like there's an event that is happening that is going to be that apocalypse. And I think it's been that way since the first man. I think it has always been that way. People have always thought this was going to be the last generation. After this, life will never be the same. I'm going to see the end of the world. I'm going to see the end of my country. I'm going to see... I. I think people naturally think that, and I think that leads them to do and think um, a lot of big things in the world that I don't want to really get into because it'll make a lot of people mad. But I think that people always think the end is here. The end is near forever, for all throughout history, and it hasn't been. And I think that this is going to be just like that. Are we going to see crazy fuel prices? Well, guess what? We already are. We're seeing eight, nine dollars a gallon in places in California. Um, where I live, fuel has been going up. It's amazing that once this story started breaking, uh, diesel fuel actually went down a little bit, but then it quickly sprung back up. And as we continue, we're going to see that price just skyrocket. Even if they've cut some deal and, you know, the diesel fuel never runs out and we're, you know, we stay on track, we got to pay those high prices. So we are going to see an increase in fuel prices, thus creating an increase in everything else. Everything that you buy, the price is going to go up. Think about how much fuel a farm burns 
to grow and harvest food. It is insane. Then they got to transport it, paying for fuel there. Then it gets goes from the distribution center out to the stores. Guys, if you think inflation is bad now, this is just going to be the match in the in the can of diesel. It's going to burn hotter. Inflation is going to continue to go up. It's going to get even worse. So my advice to you is, as always, I think you should be prepared, have guns, have plenty of ammunition, have gear, have food, have extra water, be smart with your shelter, and just get ready because we are hurling towards a recession. And now we're getting another gigantic reason to make inflation spike even higher, making that descent into the recession even steeper. So just be prepared, be smart. Don't be making crazy lavish expenditures that you can't make. Just be smart and be prepared. I care about you guys. I care about us. I think we're all going to be fine. I don't think anything crazy is actually like, um, not crazy. I think something crazy is going to happen, but I don't think anything, um, uh, life-threatening and detrimental to our society is really going to happen. It's going to get rough, but tough times make strong men. So get prepared, be the strong person now, and get ready for that tough time so you can make it an easy time. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Like I said, I'm sorry that I missed a week, but I'm back, and we are rolling again every week. Please go on iTunes, rate the show a five-star, leave me a review if you're on Spotify. Give me a little five-star. They don't have the review. It's super easy. Share this episode with a friend. 